You're listening to The Fashion Detour, presented by J-Tribe. Hi everyone, I am very excited today because we have a special guest. Her name is Jody Molinari, and she is the owner of Jody's Collections, which is located in... Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Hi, how are you? Hi, it's really Balakin with Pennsylvania. Okay. So right, so people know. Balakin with <laughs> Pennsylvania. Um, so what I really wanted to know is how did you become interested in fashion? Hmm. You know what, I think I was always interested in fashion from when I was a little girl. Um, I was always interested in making my own clothes, um, I always tweaked things that I was wearing. I just, I think I was always, from a little girl, I was always interested in fashion. Do you have a fashion memory, like maybe from your mother um, or someone that... Well, I was always going, I was always going into my mother's closet. Oh, actually I do. I have a, <laughs> I have a very early fashion memory going into my grandmother had a cedar closet upstairs on the third floor of her house. My sister and I used to run, she had all these beautiful gowns, and we used to run through her gowns, and, you know, like, I, re- I really remember looking at all her beautiful gowns, and I don't remember I was going to be a designer or anything in those days, but I remember loving watching her get dressed for the evening, um, and just, you know, being enthralled by that, but I was, o- I was always interested in fashion from when I was a little girl. I remember walking, even going into my mother's closet. And, like, even taking her scarves and, like, making them into shirts or dresses or skirts and things like that. Wow. That's yeah. really special. Mm-hmm. So how would you describe your personal style? My personal style is really classic. Okay. So, like, uh, something black and white or she more chic? So definitely black would be my color of choice, I would say, black or white. Um, I tend to wear very basic silhouettes, straight. Um, I'm short, so I like to keep things um, short. Um, definitely, you know, clean, crisp silhouettes. That's, that's really my, um, my look. Um, I'm not so trendy. Um, I would say that I keep things for many years, um, like, and I would, I would say definitely classic would be a way to describe my look. So what inspired you to open your store? Well, first of all, just so you know, my background is in fashion. Um, I went to FIT. I worked in the fashion industry for many years. I worked in Manhattan. Um, I was in the wholesale business. I was actually in menswear for many years. Um, when I moved to Philadelphia, I at first was I couldn't find clothing for my daughter and we would go to Brooklyn and to Lakewood. So what inspired me was I looked around and I realized there was no place to buy clothing here. Um, and it was more, I think out of a need. Um, and I, I saw there was a need in the community and that's really was the impetus for me to start my business. Yeah. I mean, and, and I don't even know if you, have any competition in terms so initially I did when I first opened up I opened in my home and there was there were there was there were two other people that started a business as well but that they didn't they didn't 
proceed. And so I'm really basically the only um, from, let's say, clothing store in this area right now. Wow. But there was there was there was a real need when I when I moved here and. Um, my store, I've had my store for three, well, the storefront for three years. I've been in business for six years. I opened in my home. Um, and I opened basic, with real basics and just with girls, with pencil skirts and um, shells and knee socks and headbands, really just accessories. And it really grew from there. Um, and now I'm in the storefront. But, it, you know, it was, it, it, I started very small. Is your husband in the shoe business? No, he used to be. Well, we were. He was also in the clothing business, but he's not in the shoe business anymore. He's not involved in the business. Got it. Got it. And as a mother, has it been hard to balance your work and your life? So my kids are older, so I don't really, I don't really straddle that fence so much as some of the younger mothers who are working do. Um, I would see that. I could see how it would be difficult because even my kids are older. I do get the phone calls and like, Mom, you can't talk to me now. You're in the store. Um, I don't think I could do this um, with young children because with retail, um, I'm in the store every day except obviously for Shabbos. So, and my hours are, I mean, I work 10 hours a day. So, you know, that question isn't really pertinent for me because my kids are in their 20s um, yeah. and they're not at home. So it doesn't, it doesn't really affect me. I can't imagine having young children and doing this, though. I don't think I, I, I couldn't do it. Well, at yeah. least now you're able to, you know, do something you're passionate about. And right, right. At this point in my life, it is the perfect job for me. Yeah. So Yeah, it's the perfect career good. for me. It's really not a job. It's a career. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's amazing. Like, you know, nowadays you can just totally pivot and, you know, follow what you are what you dream, follow, you know, that's, it's really, yeah, it's really important. Mm -hmm. So how do you decide what trends to bring to your store? Um, part of it is um, dictated by what's in the market. You know, mm -hmm. we work way in advance. So for instance, right now, what's in my, but what I'm buying is spring, summer, 2020. So what, what I did, you know, what's dictated to me is what I see in the market. But what I bring into my store is my vision of what I think I want to sell to my customer and what my customer needs. So part of it is, part of it is what my customer demands. Part of it is my vision of, of my taste level. And part of it is what the, what the market is dictating. And that really filters down from, you know, from couture, you know, from how many seasons ago and, 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 and all of that. So it's really – it's it's a few things that play into that. So, you know, for instance, this fall, um, I have a lot of fur. I have a lot of velvet. I have a lot of, you know, there's some, there's some, um, Do you um, have any, like, like um, prints and brocades and is that? So not so, not so much, bro there's not so many prints this season. More, there's um, fabrics. You know, there's more of a play on fabrics. There's more um, dresses with two different fabrics, like there'd be a ponte with a velvet, or there would be, let's say, there's fur and fabric. Um, 
but so so some of that is dictated by what's in the market, and then a lot of it is, is that it, a lot of it is dictated by my taste level and my and what my customer would buy. Right, and in terms of modest fashion, do you think there's enough options? Absolutely. So so that's a really good question because when I first started out, it was much more limited, and today for me, I feel like there there's. In, in the modest fashion market, it's grown tremendously. So for me, I have to cull it down to where I think my customer, what I want to give to my customer, and a lot of it is dictated by fashion, and I feel like I need to give some cutting edge and some classic, but all of it, a lot of it also is dictated by fit, construction, and quality. Yeah, I, I mean, and you're, you're yeah. choosing for, for um, women, and then you're also – choosing for teens, right? And little well, kids. How, what's yeah, so I do, I, do, I do girls, teens, and women. So I start basically, I do some size four, but I don't do, I don't, I really don't do much because it's not really, I, I start heavy on size six to 18, and then really teens go from, they really start from 12 to 22, and then women's sizes go from extra small to double extra large. And that's a whole other market because we really have to pay attention to the women's market and the sizing for women. That's a whole bane of my existence. That's a whole other topic because we, we're not addressing that well enough. Anyways, but so I do cover a lot of ground. Yeah, so it's funny because you're not the first person to say this. That with women... I, I, I can't be the first person to say it. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, and, and, and that means I hope somewhere whoever is designing and creating, they need to take note of uh, you're basically saying that there's not enough inclusivity with the uh, modest fashion clothes for different sizes. So I don't know that there's enough inclusivity. I think that, I think that the manufacturers, some of them aren't well-versed enough in the, the size scale and the specs of what women need. Um, I come from an industry, you know, my, my background in the industry is that, you know, there's a certain spec and size scale and it should be universal. And I, I don't know that the market knows that or does that. I think that it's skewed a little bit. And um, I think that there's no universal size scale. So, like, an extra large isn't an extra large for everybody. So, yeah, I, they're not paying enough attention. I don't know that. I don't know that they're not paying enough attention. I think they are. I think that just the sizing is skewed. I think you know, mm-hmm. when a when a girl comes in and she's a size six and she's buying a large, there's a problem. That's my issue. You know, mm. I'm sure you've seen that. Right, right, right. So right, it's, it's like the companies are just like not on the same page like you could be a different size and in each every store you could be a different size correct I mean you see it you could you yeah. go into or or I get a customer that comes into the store and in different manufacturers even within the same manufacturer she's three different sizes it's so the continue it's difficult to maintain the continuity within the market and that's 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 a challenge I find as a store owner and I really, you know, for me, customer service is the most important thing, you know, that I give my customer a product that I can stand behind. Um, so 
sizing is very important, and we want to make the customers feel good. You know, we want to make the customers feel good about what they're buying. You know, that's an important aspect of the business. Okay, so as you were saying, um, in terms of the sizing, that you just think that it would be great if companies could try to just have... Well, no, yeah, I, th I, th I think that if, if there was a universal size scale, but I don't know that that would happen. Um, and I think it's getting better, actually. I think this season I'm seeing it improving. And what I do is I try to work with companies that have more appropriate size scales. And, and the ones that don't, I sort of weed out a little bit because I need to make sure that um, I do the best for my customer. So mm -hmm. that's, that's really how I approach it. So like right. I said, I feel like there are a lot of companies out there that are, um, that are available for the from fashion market. Um, so I do, I do, like when I go into the market, I really can pick and choose these days who I work with. Um, and there are a lot of really good companies. So that's great, that's great to know. Do you have any favorites that come to mind? Yeah, but I'm not going <laughs> to, I do. I have a lot of favorites. I mean, one of my favorites, I love working with Celica. I feel like they, they're good for my market. Um, their fit is usually pretty consistent. Their quality is terrific. Their prices are good. Um, you know, that's one company that I know that I can depend on. Um, in the kids' market, there's, there's a bunch of um, companies that um, their quality is good, like Luella Couture is always a good company that I work with in the kids' market. There's a new company in the teen market called Lilac Designs, and I just got them in, and I love their quality. I like to, I like to, I, I'm, I happen to be very loyal, so I like to always keep my, the companies that I started out with, but I really do like to bring in new companies. My customers love to see new companies. You know, they like to know that I'm always constantly bringing in new um, vendors, um, you know, that I'm always in the market bringing in new things, but, so I like to really mix it up. Anyway, so, you know, yeah, those, no, are, those, sure. those are three. It's, it's exciting for them, and they see you as that you're on the cusp of things, and you're, you know, looking to, you know, find new innovative designs. Yeah, because like because they go at, right because they go out into the market and they're shopping and they want to make sure that I'm doing it too because <laughs> we're here in Little Balakinwood, Pennsylvania. Yeah, and you know what? It's true because I remember even like when I first came into my family, it, my husband's family who lives in Philadelphia, and right. my sister-in-law would always go with my mother-in-law. They wouldn't shop. There was nowhere for them to shop in, right. in, in Balakinwood. Right. Um, they had to go to, I don't even remember where they, they went on the way back from the Catskills. They would stop. Right. So it was just, yeah, there really was, and you come in and fill that void. So right. That's, Right. That's really great. But I have to make sure, I mean, I shop the stores in New York and I shop the stores in New Jersey. I have to make sure that I bring in everything that the other stores bring in within reason so that these people, that my customers have what everybody else has. And, there, you know, that brings up another interesting thing. I don't know if you, you know, if you want to talk about it. It brings up an, an, an interesting thing here. I have to be very careful because it's a small community I have to make sure that they don't, everybody doesn't see themselves coming and going. So I buy, I have to have a big variety, but I only buy one of everything. <laughs> it makes it very interesting. Really? So what do you do? Yeah, and I also, I, 
I have to make sure that I know what everybody's wearing. So a customer can come in and say, oh, I love this, but does, you know, who has it? So I have to keep track of who has what. <laughs> so for instance, if I buy one, like if I buy, let's say, a printed dress, let's say it's style, you know, 800, I buy one size range, extra small to extra large, that's it. So only four people will have that dress in the community. I don't buy two, you know, like doubles of them, unless it's a basic, you know, basic pencil skirt or something like that. So it's almost exclusive. Right, which is really nice. And, you know, and then I guess you have, it's, it's nice to have variety. Right. It makes it difficult buying because I have to buy a lot. But it really, my customers do appreciate it. Do you feel like that affects your price point? I'm just doesn't kidding. affect my price points. No, it doesn't affect my price points. It affects my my um, my cash flow. It affects it affects you know what I buy because I have to buy more variety. Got it. So what would no you my price points? Go ahead. Sorry, what would you say your favorite season is? Fall. <laughs> I love fall. Why is that? Fall, winter? Because I love the fabrics and I love the colors. Um, you know, the fabrics are beautiful. The colors are rich. Um, you know, the, 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 I love velvet. I love the bows. I love um, suede. You know, this season there's suede, there's velvet, there's leather. Um, it's also easy to be modest and stylish and fashionable in the fall. It's so easy. Like, it's, it's, it's a no-brainer. Um, you know, everything can be long sleeve. You can wear a mock turtleneck. I mean, that's not why I love it, but it's just it's, it's the boots and the gloves and the scars and the hats, you know, and the fur. It's just, I love it. It's just, it, it's, it's just my favorite. And I love the colors, the burgundies and the navies, the charcoals and the black. It's just, there's so much you can do with it. There's just so much. Yes. So I do go crazy for fall. I definitely buy more for fall than spring, I think. Um, I see the merchandise coming in, and I just it, – it's 100 degrees today, and I'm selling fall. It's crazy. I love it. Yeah. Wow. And it's interesting because yeah. this season I saw they're having a lot of bright colors, which are normally not, you know – Right. So – so last season, last fall, I think it was more of a breakout season for people, and this season as well. There's not, you know, we're, we're, we're not so married to black. I mean, for sure, everybody has to have black in their wardrobe, and everybody's going to wear black, but we're not only wearing black anymore. I mean, there's a lot of jewel tones. There's beautiful teals. There's beautiful burgundies. There's olives. We have color. Women want to wear color. Women look good in color. I mean, I, you know, I say that and I wear black all the time. But, um, but, but you know, I hear it. Women walk into the stores and, and, and they're saying, it's so nice to see color. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, it's true. There is color this season, and it's nice to see. The biggest thing, though, it's interesting, Michal, the biggest thing is, for me, also, when I buy color, I have to make sure that I know that I'm going to be able to tell a woman what to wear with it. Because the biggest question they ask is, okay, what color shoes am I going to wear? Like, if, if a woman buys a navy dress, they always ask, what color tights and what color shoes? Seriously. Mm -hmm. So that we have is, to coordinate. Yeah, that's very interesting. And it, it could even be sometimes you have that with, like, 
like a certain fabric. Like let's say if right. a metallic fabric is in, then you're like, well, wait a minute, where can I wear this? Can I wear this right. visual? Can I not? Right. You know, there's a lot of... So you know what my answer is? You can wear it wherever you want to wear it as long as you're comfortable. It's always been my credo that if you love something and are comfortable in it, you can wear it wherever you want to. As long as you own it, you're fine. Yeah. Do you have shoes in your store? So that no, no, no. Oh, yeah. Do I have shoes that women can put on so that they can put on? A, yeah, absolutely, 100%. So at least they could get an idea. That's I feel that's really important, yeah, because you know what? Women walk in, and if they're wearing sneakers, and they have, like, you know, they don't have something like I had a woman walk in today, and she was wearing knee socks and sneakers. I'm like, get those off. Take them off. Take those knee socks off. Take those sneakers off, and, and look at yourself in the dress, because otherwise you can't see it. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. It's like a totally yeah. It changes different. the whole look. Yeah, right. And and you said about the velvet and the fur. Um, are there any other trends that you're excited about for the fall? Like something maybe that we haven't seen before. Um, so here's the real <laughs> here's the real answer, Michal. There's nothing we haven't seen before in fashion. It, everything is recycled. Um, everything from the beginning of time when fashion started, everything comes back and comes back and comes back. It just gets reinvented in a different way. You know, I've been doing this for a long time, um, so everything gets reinvented, but just in a in a different way. So there is there's velvet, there's fur, there's a there, there's a little bit of sequins going around, which is really kind of nice. There's a little bit of glitter, there's a little bit of bronze. Um, I don't see anything terribly new, but it's done differently. All of these things, all of these embellishments, all of these different fabrics, they're done differently. What I'm seeing is um, dresses with two different kinds of treatments in them, like a velvet, like I said before, a velvet, let's say a velvet and a silk. Like I have a dress in the store, the front is velvet, the back is silk. So two different treatments in a dress, so that's new. Um, that's certainly new in the front market. Um, those kinds of things, like mixed media in dresses, I see, mm-hmm. which I like. Um, but is there beautiful. anything? It's beautiful. It just gives something different. Like you see something different coming and going. I love that. Or like for women especially, dresses, like vertical treatments in dresses, which I think is new this year specifically, it's not new. Nobody's reinventing the wheel in fashion unless you're talking couture. And even still, there's nothing specifically new unless you're going to make a spacesuit. But like, there's a lot of vertical treatments in fashion I see this season, which is really good for women. Every woman looks good in something vertical because it makes you look thinner, taller, better. You know, that's always going to look good on women. So I'm seeing that a little bit. And for kids, I'm seeing a lot of whimsy. Like I'm seeing a lot of you know, like app, app, appliques and like cute little like treatments on like bows and things like that. So, and that's fun. That is fun. Uh huh. It's hard because I have teenagers and one of them loves like feminine, you know, ruffles, floral, and the other one wants super sporty, super simple. And right, but there, but there's both of that in the market now. It's true. There definitely is a lot of both, and I feel like there mm-hmm. used to be I, there used to be only the feminine right. and the the girly and whatever. Now now um, it's you know 
team clothing is starting to look more sophisticated and more right. clean. So right. the other trend that I'm seeing happening is there's a lot of um, like sweater sets going on. Like, you know, there used to be like last season and the season before there was a tremendous, like an overabundance of dresses. Everybody wanted to wear dresses, which I love. I like dresses. Um, now I'm seeing a little bit more um, like sweater tops and bottoms, that kind of thing, which I find a little difficult to deal with, to tell you the truth, but women like it. So that's coming back, but that's not new. I mean, you know, sweater sets have been around for years. They're just coming back in a different way. So now they're coming back with like a narrow, a narrow, you know, knit skirt with an oversized top, that kind of look, which is very easy to wear and nice to wear. Yeah. And they're coming back in treated fabrics. Like for instance, like, like a Lurex with like a little sparkly knit um, or a sparkly like trim in it. So it, it, it makes it look a little bit different and newer and fresher. So, Sweater sets, you mean like a sweater top and a sweater skirt? Correct. Okay. I was thinking in my mind, you know. <laughs> I know what you were thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Not like that. Not right. Like that. No, okay, no. I got it. Now I right. think I but what I'm saying is, but what I'm saying is, like, you know, we're not really reinventing the wheel as far as a sweater set. We're just making it different. But it's that same concept, like a top and a bottom that matches. Mm-hmm which is nice because it's kind of like the dress idea where you're like one and done. Like you have Correct. the pieces. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So I have a question about suits because I've been seeing that they're back in style. I mm-hmm. don't know if you have any suits. I always. I know. have not seen any suits, but I don't think I would, I'm not in the market for suits and I wouldn't, I don't think I would buy suits, I, and I'll tell you why. I'm I don't I'm not familiar with that 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 area. I so I haven't seen suits, and maybe it's because that's not my market. So where are you seeing suits? I mean, okay, fine. You know, I do see them in like obviously like a pantsuit type of look. Oh, like, yeah. Like a, but I'm saying like even even like a tweed jacket and skirt that's not. I'm not talking about, like, the career, you know, the work suit, the suit that you wear to work. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, but I guess, I guess uh, you haven't seen them, and that's okay. Because <laughs> I mean, suits, question, yeah, you know, go ahead. My question was just that, is there a way to give, that, give it a modern edge? And I think it is a little bit tricky when it comes to suits. I mean, I, I think there's always a way to give it a modern edge. I mean, listen, if you look at some, if you look at Couture, you look at Chanel, there's always a way to give a suit a modern edge. Um, I just haven't seen them in the market so much. Suits will never go out of style because women always need a good suit. I'm just not familiar with it, so I can't really speak to it. Okay. And what is one piece of clothing that you think every woman should have in their closet? A good black dress. A good black dress. That way they can layer, they can belt it, they can... Every woman needs a good black dress. Yep, 100%. Is there a Without a doubt. Yeah. And is there a a fashion trend you wish would come back in style? No. (laughs) I can't think of one. I like it. You're very matter of fact, which is good. That's fine. You know what? (laughs) I think you know what you're doing, you know? (laughs) 
I hope so. I don't. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. It's interesting because some things that come back in back in style, like I never would have thought that I would like it. But like what? Um, I I I'm trying to think of what I could. Pinterest. Like there are some things I'm glad that aren't in you know that don't come back, but I think because I I, I because I keep so classic, you know, to me a basic good A-line dress or a straight dress is always the best thing to have. So that's what I always want to be in style, and it will always be in style. What would I want to come back? I can't even think, you know, what's gone out of style that should come back in. I, I don't even know. I, I guess if I went into the archives of the fashion, I don't, I don't, know, I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. So how would you describe in general the – your store and the type of clothing that you sell? Do you feel like you lean more towards, like, the timeless silhouette so, overall? So, no, I, no. I, I would say fashionable, modest clothing, but I also, I, I mean, I really think that um, I really, my, my vision and, you know, my, I, I really try to keep to what is going on in the market current fashionable modest clothing really i mean that's really where i need to be um but but i i would say classic stylish modest clothing i mean that would really be my moniker if you asked me um you know some trendy because i have to do um mm -hmm. but classic modest clothing is is probably where where you would you know if if, if i had to have a niche yeah and is there for people? It's I always I always like this question. I think fit is very important. Is there any universally flattering silhouette? Or so that's so hard to say because there's no universal figure. Um, you know, it's it's there. Women are made. All women are made so differently. So you know, to say that one silhouette is going to fit every woman. I, I couldn't I couldn't say that because we're all made so differently and I see so many different women and I always say you have to you have to put on and wear what looks good on you so what looks good on me is not going to look good on a tall thin woman and what looks good on a pear-shaped woman is not going to look good on me so I don't know that there's one silhouette that's look that's going to look good on every woman right and that's I mean I would agree with that yeah yeah, that's why we have different silhouettes, and that's why we have different fabrics, and that's why we have different colors, because not one silhouette can look good on everybody. Otherwise, there'd be one dress. Yeah. And, and so even, even saying that, that every woman should have that one black dress in her closet, it's not going to be that same black dress. And that's why you said some people can belt it, and some people can put a big piece of jewelry around it. You know, some of us are round and some of us are tall and some of us are big and to on top and some of us are big on bottom. So there can't be one silhouette that's going to fit everybody. And it's knowing what fits you and looks good on you that makes you, you know, feel good and look good. Yeah, definitely. Do you, and in terms of the future, do you have, what goals do you have or plans do you have for the future in your store? You know what? 
yeah, right now I'm 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 happy where I am. Um, I don't really, you know, I've, this is just my third year in the store. You know, the biggest thing that I need right now is more dressing rooms. That's <laughs> 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 really what I need. Um, but other than that, I just right now, you know, I'm really at this point a destination store, um, and I'm sitting tight. Yeah. And the truth is, is that you've accomplished so much already, you know. Baruch Hashem. Thank God. Yeah, it's, it's true. So, so my goals are to keep doing what I'm doing and to keep, God willing, you know, dress women, girls, and teens. And just, I need another dressing room. Thank God I need another dressing room. <laughs> That's my biggest thing. Yeah, seriously. It's uh, so funny. And... and Last but not least, what, advi- what advice would you give to someone trying to venture into the fashion industry? Huh. Well, I, I guess it would depend what sector, but my biggest advice would be to know what you want to do, to know really, first of all, to love what you do, to know what you want to do, to have a vision, and the most important thing is to stick to the vision. I, I think that's and, – and, and, and one other thing is to have a mentor. I find that if you have a mentor, if you have somebody that you can talk to to bounce ideas off of, it's very important. Um, but, but really, to have a vision and to stick with it. Because when things are good, it's very easy. But when things get tough, and they will, if you have your vision and, and you stick to it, you'll be okay. That would be my biggest advice because I think – I don't know, but I would, I would presume to say that if you don't have a vision and you don't know in your heart and in your mind exactly what you want to do and where it needs to get done, you get lost. So that would be my biggest advice, Just to have a vision, to know where, you, where you're going, why you're going there, and that there's a need, and to stick with that vision. Yes, and... That's very sage advice. I am definitely taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's, 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 for me, that's been the most important thing. You know, so many right. people have said to me just today, can't you do boys wear? We really need a boys wear store. You know, and my answer is I can't because I don't know that business. I just don't know that business. First of all, I don't have the space. Physically, I don't have the headspace. Yeah. But I don't know the business. I really, it would be such a big mistake for me. I know people need that. I know they need it. And, and, and maybe it's something I'm missing, but I have no idea how to do that business. And they're, oh, no, it's just pants. It's just shirts. It's just whatever. It's not. It's a real business, and I don't know it. And it would be a humongous mistake for me to go into that business. So, so that's part of keeping your vision. Like, yeah. stay the course remember what you did while you're doing it. Like it's almost like doing a demographic study. This is what we need here. This is what you're doing and keep doing that. You know, that's really, that's my biggest advice, especially for young girls or anybody. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for, thank you. you know, participating and, you know, discussing this with me. Um, uh, well, this is great what you're doing. I think it's, um, I don't know. I don't know how you have enough hours. Thank you so much again to Jody Molinari for coming on our show and giving us some insider tips and also an 
insight into her business. So on to our five fab finds. The first is from Macy's and it's Ink International Concepts Florian Block Heel. And what I'm so excited about, and you guys can check out the five fab finds on my blog, is that it comes in a dark leopard, zebra, and cow print. And it's a moderate block heel, which I love. And I just think it's going to be your neutral that is going to go with everything. Uh, Leopard animal print is very in the season. So I highly suggest that you check out Macy's Inc. International Concepts Florian Block Heel. Okay, the next five that find is from Zane.com. They have this... Super flattering V-neck belted cardigan. It's so chic. It is like on the long side. It looks like it hits about mid thigh. And it comes in a khaki color like camel and an army green color. And it's belted. It just looks so rich and luxurious. I just want to like wrap myself up and cozy up to it anyway so the reviews say that it's super warm so it's definitely for the cold weather um also just check like the reviews because i think some people said that it ran a little small so i would definitely check it out but again zing.com v-neck belted cardigan number three is from mod cloth and if you guys don't know, jewel tones are very big for fall. So from Mod Cloth, they have a braid my entire day three-quarter sleeve dress. And the color is teal, which is one of my favorite colors. It says it on the bottom um, in terms of length. Like it'll say the small is maybe 37 inches long and then it gives you an idea for how long the actual large is so yeah just double check the length for your size but I just think it's the easiest sweater dress and it's like a fit and flare style so it's super cute from mod cloth okay number four is from target it's a belt which I always love to wear belts. And it's the Target Grommet Belt from Wild Fable. And it's super chic. Such a great accessory to punk things up. And give a little edge to your look. So definitely check that out. The last Fab Five, Five Fab Find is from ASOS. And the 90s are back. And ASOS has a design. It says ASOS Design Micro 90s Bag. Such a cute little bag. It has chain mail fringe. It's black. And the fringe is a silver tone. It comes with a detachable strap. So I just love it. I think you could totally rock it for day to night. And just add a little edge to any outfit. 
Thank you guys so much for listening. All of my five fab finds are on my blog with the links to the items, www.thefashiondetour.com. Thank you, Jody Molinari, for coming on our show and have an amazing, amazing week. And good luck, everyone, with the back-to-school rush. <laughs>